Hello and welcome to the Helios blog. My name is Helios. Today, we're going to talk about how everyone is special. I'm sure you've all heard this mentioned, especially when you were a young child. The principle of everyone being special is obviously flawed, and today we're going to talk about why. We're also going to talk about how this mentality, taken to the extreme, leads to extremely negative effects on society. Off we go. Enjoying my content? Check out my blog at heliosblog.com. On YouTube, you can support me by liking and subscribing. I'm also on Spotify if you'd prefer a podcast. If you're interested in my books, The Strategist's Guide to Seduction and Quotes to Live By, they're available on Amazon. In addition, you can follow me on Patreon at The Helios Blog for exclusive content. On with the show. Everyone is special and other such platitudes. Obviously, platitudes like everyone is special exist to brainwash the masses. They exist in order to make people feel better about their bland existence. Platitudes like this are used to convince people that any action they take is okay, since they have inherent value no matter what. It, alongside idiocies like just be yourself, have led many people down the path of mediocrity. If more people knew the truth of their existence, they get nothing unless they work for it, they'd be more inclined to break free of their dull existences. As it currently stands, everyone feels they're special, even if they're working a shitty McDonald's job at the age of 35. Platitudes versus Reality While platitudes might help you feel better about yourself, no amount of feelings are going to change your situation. It's much better that you understand reality and use it to your advantage than to believe garbage platitudes and go through your life with blinders. No, you're not special if you work some duller job and play video games all day. You're a donkey of society then. You're also not special if you get married, have kids and live with your significant other. You're just like every other idiot following their cultural programming. If you would stop and think for a second, you'd realize how your life is fucked. Instead, people in just platitudes like happy wife, happy life, you're special no matter what, you're beautiful at any size, and other garbage, and are rendered miserable as a result. The truth will prevent many problems down the line. Men have no inherent value. Men, hear this. You are born with nothing. You're worth nothing until you earn it. You are what you can do. Women will say that they like you for who you are. They do not understand their own natures. Women like you for who you are to them. You are a status object. Without looks and status, women will find you totally undesirable, sexually speaking. If you know you have neither looks nor status, you can be assumed that the woman you're with is there for your resources. Cultural Marxism Time for a cute segue into cultural Marxism. It's the idea that everyone is inherently equal no matter what they do or say. This is patently false. Some people are more worthy than others. What cultural Marxism argues is that everyone has inherent worth as a human being and the lives we should live should reflect that. I argue that we should allow for competition to weed out the losers and not force the winners to bail out the losers in an effort to keep everyone equal. Equality of opportunity versus equality of outcome. Equity equals cancer. What I'm saying is that there's no sense in working if the extra effort you're putting in gets redistributed for the purposes of equality or equity. Our modern world currently has some of the best equality of opportunity that has ever existed in human history. While it is true that there are some people who are born ridiculously wealthy, it is entirely untrue of modern times that if you're born a woman or a person of a race that isn't white, that you're totally disfavored and destroyed by society. 
This is why measures to equalize everybody's outcomes in society bother me so much. People should not have equal outcomes if they're not willing to put in the work to achieve those outcomes. It's entirely unfair for educational institutions to force quotas with regards to race, gender, in order to equalize the outcomes between the races or the genders. If one person is unwilling to put in the effort, they should not receive the same rewards as someone who is, regardless of race or gender. A race to the bottom. Forcing quotas in institutions of higher learning and also in the workplace rewards people who do not want to put in the effort. This means that over time, institutions become filled with incompetent people and are much more likely to fail. These businesses will then get outcompeted by businesses from countries that do not have such idiotic policies. Can the West not see that by forcing quotas, they're hamstringing their ability to compete on a global level? The educational institutions of the West and their highest workplaces should encourage people of the highest quality and only those people. A suboptimal candidate should not be chosen because of their race or gender. That is racism or sexism. If one person is more worthy for a job, even if they are incompetent and the reason they were hired was because of their race, that is racism. That means that the quota hire is being favored because of their race and not their competence. Dressing it up as fighting against prior oppression does not erase the fact that it is racist in the opposite direction from before, but racist nonetheless. If everyone is special, no one is. If everyone is a special snowflake, then no one is. Treating everyone as though they have equal value, while not commending those that seek to rise above is heading entirely in the wrong direction. We should reward the exceptional, not everyone. We should treat the exceptional as exceptional. That would teach the lesson that those that are less exceptional could aspire to more. Cultural Marxism seeks to equal the playing field at the expense of the exceptional. In order to spare people's feelings of inferiority, society has sacrificed the rewards that only the truly exceptional deserve. Society suffers in order to spare some feelings. Results of the participation trophy mentality. If everyone is special, no one is. Nobody is encouraged to fight for the trophy if everyone gets one no matter what they do. Giving everyone a trophy for varying levels of effort rewards everyone and not just those at the top. We want to encourage and reward those people who are willing to put in the effort to rise to the top and not those that fail to do so. This builds character in both the winners and the losers. The losing team, or the losers, learn that their effort was not good enough and the winners learn that with enough effort success is possible. It's an extremely important message, especially for men. This is a public service announcement. If you are an educational institution and you give participation trophies, you are contributing to the decline in quality of the human race. You are thus idiots. Men must learn that they are worth nothing and they have to fight in order to win. You do not learn that lesson if just any level of effort is rewarded. Of course, the consequence of such stupidity is that the country fails. Conclusion The concept of everyone being special is deeply flawed. It's a way to pacify the NPCs and make them feel better. By making platitudes like this the norm, we disfavor the population. Rather than call the truly exceptional special and have people aspire to greatness, society, in an attempt to spare people's feelings, does the opposite and rewards people for being entirely average. The consequences of such a weak attitude will be clear in a few years. Be strong and persevere.